0: Good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to your daily argument. Now we're going to talk about a poll that came out that said that 51% of millennials reject capitalism. Now that's fascinating. I would imagine that about 99% of millennials and most everyone else in the society doesn't have a clue what capitalism actually is. Uh, people think, well, capitalism is is trade. No, no, no. Trade has been going on since the dawn of consciousness. Uh, capitalism is corporations. It's like, no, no, <laughs> you can have corporations without capitalism. That's called fascism, where uh, corporations uh, front the trade, but governments profit from the uh, proceeds through taxes and controls. And there's a black market even in socialist countries. Is that capitalism? <laughs> people don't Uh, Really have a clue what capitalism is, so don't worry. In less than ten minutes, I will get you completely illuminated and then blow your mind. (laughs) So tall order, but I'm I'm into it. I'm down for it. And so basically, what is what is capitalism? Well, capitalism is private property (laughs) and uh, enforcement of contracts. It's really really all it is: private property and enforcement of contracts. Now there are lots of effects of that those sort of basic principles. So it's, it's you keep your stuff, keep your word. That's all you, all you have. Keep your stuff, keep your word. And that is really the only essential aspects to capitalism. This leads to a whole bunch of other stuff. But private property rights and contract enforcement, that is all there is about capitalism. And the funny thing is, is it's not even that abstract or that complicated. It's exactly what you were told in kindergarten. Don't grab other people's stuff and don't lie to people. Right? Because breaking contracts is a form of of lying or you make a contract and then if you don't fulfill on it uh, and you could assume then then you lied in terms of getting the contract so keep your word keep your stuff it's really that simple look we're at two minutes that i've already (laughs) explained the entirety of capitalism now there are of course a lot of ramifications to all of this and i personally am not a huge fan of what are called corporations at the moment so corporations these days are legal fictions that are set up by governments and what they do is they allow for individuals to hoover up profits out of this legal fiction called the corporation. But losses don't go back the same way. So you can make a lot of money out of a corporation, you can go buy a $10 million house, but then if your corporation starts to lose money, nobody can touch your $10 million house. It's a sort of a one-way street of uh, profiteering without risk. And it used to be back in the day, in the 19th century, Banks were fairly conservative, and there were banking crises and so on, but there were also, in America, there were wars and so on, and civil war. But back in the day, bankers who were personally liable for losses used to be very, very careful about how much money they lent out, how much money they kept in reserve and so on, because... If the banks lost money, if there was a bank run, people could go after these people's, the the head of the bank's personal assets, which, of course, is exactly what should happen. Right now, what happens is people take a huge money, a huge amount of money out of corporations. They go and buy a bunch of fun stuff for themselves. And then if the bank runs into trouble, the government rescues it, right, with deposit insurance and so on. So what you're doing is you're relying on the government to go and prosecute Bankers now, since the government is so heavily involved in debt, right you have to borrow to create the illusion of prosperity to to create the illusion that the government is adding to the economy rather than being a desperate dragon overhead to the economy, the government needs to uh, borrow money, you know like if you imagine you you have a partnership with someone where you both have to put up a uh, hundred thousand dollars and he has a hundred thousand dollars and he puts it up and you just go and borrow it, and you have no way of paying it back. You're creating the illusion that you're contributing $100,000, but you're kind of not in a way because it's a liability rather than uh, an asset. So the idea that governments are going to police the very bankers that they need to facilitate the sale of bonds and to legitimize this um, monopoly money known as modern currency, the idea that governments are going to police the bankers, well, as the old saying goes, you don't bite the hand, That feeds you. So um, so I just wanted to point out corporatism is not the same as capitalism. It is not as the same as keep your stuff and keep your word. Now, there is something else that's very important for a free market, which is, uh, and this is an old uh, economic argument that you know there's a free market when there is a stock exchange. I think there's some truth in that. Um, of course, a stock exchange is simply, you know, basically, give me money to expand my factory and I'll give you a share of the profits that I get from all of that new stuff that I'm making. And that's sort of shares and so on. And that's, I mean, it's perfectly fine. That's just another contract that you can make in, um, in a free market. But right now, the, um, oh man, the, the stock market is so distorted by, of course, massive and rampant government intervention in the economy which is the use of force to destroy either private property rights or contracts, uh, and you can see this going on in American healthcare right now at the wrangle about how healthcare is going to look. There are a few people who are saying, "Well, all you need to do is deregulate healthcare, allow healthcare providers to compete with each other, reduce the barrier entry, lower the barrier to entry to provide providing healthcare services, and um, healthcare could be as cheap as it was." say, 100 years ago, when you could get uh, fantastic health care insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a year in modern terms. And so if you have a stock market and people are just, they have real private property and real contract enforcement, that's one thing. But right now uh, in the West, the stock market is heavily manipulated and controlled by the government, not just because of this regulation and so on, but also because the government herds trillions of dollars Into the stock market that damn well doesn't want to be there. I mean, your your stock market money is a hostage. You're you're fleeing from the giant smog predator known as the IRS, and one of the caves that you can dive into to escape the fiery breath of rampant taxation is the stock market. Like if you put your stock market, sorry, you put your money into a retirement plan, then you can use that uh, to reduce the income that you're taxed on. And it also, in America, of course, drives the housing market because if you uh, rent a house. Your your um, interest on in your mortgage is tax deductible, and so on. So trillions of dollars are being herded into the stock market, and they don't want to be there. You should only be in the stock market if you know what you are doing. And most people are just like, "Oh, I have to give it to the IRS or to a stockbroker." Okay, well I'll give it to a stockbroker, and they don't know the companies, they don't know how the stock market works. They're just hiding. You know, you, you don't have to be a professional spelunker and archaeologist to dive into a cave to escape a predator, and that's kind of what's happening in the modern. Remnants of the free market is, um, and of course, you know, big business loves the fact that all this money is being herded into the stock market because driven into the stock market, really, uh, in the way that sheep herd sheepdogs, right? You go this way or I'll tear your leg off. Well, invest in the stock market or I'll take your money by force, is what governments say around the West. And so big business leaders love the fact that the government is herding all this money into the stock market because. It means that their stock prices go up, and they get a huge amount of vested options, and they make out like like bandits. You know, the partnership between big business and the state is just about as unholy as the ancient partnership between religion, between the church and the state. Uh, and uh, although that one has been understood how dangerous it is to have the state and the church unified, having the state and the economy unified is still a lessons that a lesson that we most brutally have to learn so yeah when people say I'm against free market the free market what are they against are they against property are they against having your stuff well they can't be because someone's going to have to control stuff in the world like if there's a house there and, and people want it the government can come in and say well you didn't pay your property taxes because the government is the ultimate landlord you don't actually own things in the modern west you you have a titular ownership as long as you keep paying your rent called the um, uh, your property taxes. And so the government can say, well, you didn't pay your property tax, so we're going to come and take your house. But then it's not like there's no property ownership. It's just the, the government now, quote, owns your house, or the bank owns your house, or whatever it is. So there's going to be ownership of stuff no matter what. It's either going to be ownership based upon personally earning it, building it, trading for it in a voluntary mechanism, or it's going to be ownership based upon surrendering control over property At the point of a gun, which is what the government does whenever it takes over property. is pointing a gun at you and saying, hand over your property or else. Which, you know, absent uniform is called something quite different in a dark alley. So that's the free market. That's capitalism in a nutshell. You've got keep your word, keep your stuff. Now, why don't you know this? Well, (laughs) because your education was run by the government. And the government does not want you to know about the free market. Because then you're going to look at the free market, you're going to look at the government, and you're going to say, one of these is civilized and one of these is not. So think back on the 12 plus years you spent in government education through to the end of high school. Think of all of that. And ask yourself, keep your word, keep your stuff. Why don't I know this? This took less than 10 minutes. You were in for 12 years. Think about that.